0: keep holding you down even though you're not around too hard to get over it I try to get under it stuck in between it is what it is Bye-bye for now, I'll keep holding you down, holding you down, you do it for me, it is what it is, till it ain't, (laughs) they'll never be the same, (laughs) never be the same again, everything's so strange. It ain't a game no more. Oh, we were just getting lifted yesterday, yesterday. It really go like that. Now we're just (laughs) reminiscing like yesterday, yesterday. Keep my head above water mine's getting bigger the world getting smaller i've been getting richer only made me crazy mama said i'm different since i was a baby let me stop right there okay it's just
1: like i don't know this song you could be singing it right you could be singing it wrong (laughs) i'm like okay i'm all in you got a nice singing voice
0: uh thank you i appreciate that um (laughs) uh yeah it's th- it's called it is what it is by thundercat it's like one of my fucking favorite
1: thundercat fucking... That, that's your artist
0: yes and he's okay. so fucking dope he's one of like my one of my favorite fucking artists surprisingly right mm-hmm. i like happened to stumble upon him like actually no my brother put me on my brother put me on to him because he got this song called dragon ball Rag." okay and like his music i ain't gonna cap it's like <laughs> jokey as fuck like if you looking to take the lyrics seriously hell <laughs> nah but like you know what i'm saying like his music is like genuinely good like he's a musician he's a bass player okay and like his music is like jazz funk inspired and it's just like so uh it's like it's that just sounds like
1: really dope like i'm definitely gonna tap it. you said Dun-
0: thundercat thundercat yes from st louis no, I don't know where the fuck he's from, but like... Okay,
1: I'm a captain.
0: Uh, hell yeah,
1: he's hella dope.
0: Y'all check him out. Like, if y'all into like jazzy, like, you know, like full body music, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. definitely check out um, Cap. It's dope. But, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody <laughs> to another episode of <laughs> Thinker versus Speaker. If you can't tell, it's a little different today. You know, I'm Marissa the Thinker the speaker he 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 taking a little break right now he's taking a little break right now you know what i'm saying but it's all good it's all good we're gonna keep it moving we're gonna keep it thumping we got a special guest in the building today we got Kay came through to help me out today hey, okay Kay. Hey.
1: how you doing i guess you can say my real name since like the i know we going to be talking a little bit about some in-depth stuff in case you want to actually look me up Uh, okay 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 okay, my name is kachina lucas okay you feel me that's k-a apostrophe capital c -C h-e-e-n-a-l-u-c-a-s okay you can find me on facebook that's also my name on instagram my first name but after the a just the two underscores and china
0: Okay, cool, 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 cool. And since we looking you up, so since we looking you up, you know, let let, I, have we ever like formally introduced you? Like, have you, you know, ever told them, told the audience anything about yourself? I know this ain't your first time here, but like, no,
1: I feel like I've always just came on like as K, like just you know, just K. I never talked about what I do and like yeah no not at all
0: <laughs> okay well now's the time like tell us about yourself like what what's the story behind uh miss kachina
1: oh don't do that it's like Tom me got well 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 i guess like i'm a social worker i think i talked about that like on the first episode that i can't recall yeah. like i'm a social worker i'm a licensed social worker here in new jersey and also in Missouri period <laughs> I'm also uh, so right now what I do is I'm a therapist part-time I'm a school social worker I'm a yoga instructor I'm a badass just like yogi goddess yes I'm all the things that like I ever wanted to be and that's kind of like strange to say that but it's like I love all the different roles that I have both like um, in terms of, like, employment and also outside of that. Because I'm also a Monty, a sister, a daughter, and a bomb-ass friend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. I second all of those things that you said.
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I definitely second them. Oh, there's so many different ways I could go with this. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just so excited. I get to ask you all the questions and stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it's so interesting how, like, as you grow like you learn like the different hats that we can put on and still like Mm -hmm. maintain like when I was growing up I definitely thought like um being an adult like you got this one job right and then you got a family and
1: then life like yes I thought so too I tell the kids all the time I'm just like you don't have to like say you want to be one thing you can be all the things like I said I'm like I'm a social worker but I also do yoga but I also tap into other things. I also do consult um, consulting. Like, I do all of the things that I find interesting because you don't have to just put your, your, your like, I guess, egg in one basket. You can spread that shit around. That's yes. how you, grow you learn because, granted, people be in their professions for, like, decades, but it's, like, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. You have a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And it's just, like, actually, the more things that you learn how to do I think like the more balanced you kind of become in a sense in a very weird way you know what I'm saying because you don't have to put all of your eggs in one basket like you really balance becomes important because you have so many things Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that I definitely learned because it was easy for me to let a lot of things go but like when now that I'm trying to juggle so many things like it's important to me that I take care of the different aspects of my life. Like, okay, am I still being a good daughter? Am I still being good at work? Am I still giving enough to, um, you know, my different projects that I have going on? How does my body feel? Mm -hmm. Like, and I didn't used to ask all of those questions. And like Mm -hmm. to maintain all of those things requires like, you know, discipline and like certain actions of me and it's so strange because I'm not used to having that in my life but it actually yeah. makes my life better like you seem like you busier like you know what I'm saying like from like when I was like in my shadow, fully in my shadow it's just like oh my god like I don't all those things sound difficult and yeah no like I don't want to do them but like once you actually start doing them it's like a excuse me it's a better payoff in the end yeah
1: okay That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay but um so how did you end up because you you were a became a social worker first right
1: yeah so like I started grad school back in 2017 I guess I always knew I wanted to be like a social worker in the social work field because I always wanted to like help people like even know it's a broad-ass statement I never <laughs> knew like how I wanted to help people but I knew this is a field that like I can help people and make impacts on, like, such a profound level that would actually actually make sense. Because it's, like, everybody says they want to help, but it's, like, in what ways are we helping? I know in social services that there are so many different ways, and I just want to tap into all of that. I just want to see where I can get in and fit in. So, like, originally I wanted to be, like, a program director or, like, a CEO of, like, a nonprofit that work with homelessness with, with homeless people like the homeless population well actually not homelessness houseless because it's like homelessness is really not the word because eh, they just don't have houses It's like people have homes within them but they just don't have physical houses to like lay their bodies but that's mm. a whole other story okay <laughs> that's a whole a whole another story we'll get to like, going down a rabbit hole <laughs> I'm not I ain't gonna take it there I'm like uh Houseless people, you feel me, and I was really sad because I was like, I've experienced a little bit of like um, homelessness when I was in college. It was really, it was really brief, but that brief moment was just like a lot. But I don't think that was the reason why I wanted to help houses people. I just went to because it's like a house is with that security, like being able to go home to your house and have a warm cooked meal, to have a roof over your head. Like that is just like so it's so overrated that like you often take it for granted but it's just like you don't know what that shit feels like until like you're literally on the streets and you don't know where your next meal is coming from you don't know what the next thing looks like and it's just like I wanted to help those people like find homes and like kind of rebuild security Mm -hmm. so I worked with the Salvation Army in my um grad program for a little bit but then I kind of I was into that, but then I realized, like, how much I don't like nonprofits because, like, they, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, they say all the good things. They make it sound good. There's no shade to nonprofits who are out there doing the work. All praise to y'all. But, like, there are a lot of nonprofits who are, like, not doing the work, but they keep getting all the benefits and the monies to continue to, like, push these agendas of how they're so progressive and they're making all these changes, but they're not. And I'm like, I don't want to be a part of that because, like, if you're not really making changes and we're going to keep doing the same thing and not really trying to address the status quo you can count me out so that's kind of why I departed from like that and then I want to say in 2020 I got into school social work love that job like down and that's what really made me want to get my licensure to be a therapist because I'm just like I think these kids could definitely impact have a bigger impact for me being able to Not only being their social worker, but also having, like, some clinical skills in my wheelhouse, just so I'm able to kind of help them better and, like, be able to really understand their trauma and actually give them coping skills to deal with it. So that's what kind of, like, drew me to get my licensure, which I got in October of 2021 um, back in Missouri. And then I applied for my licensure when I got back here in Jersey. And I've been officially licensed in Jersey since March okay yeah okay check you out so you know (laughs) yo
0: like i i I think therapists are like so underrated and misunderstood um like in our community for some reason like (laughs) oh
1: god
0: (laughs) like i don't know like you know what i'm saying because i even went before i went so before i started going to therapy uh you know, of course I would have the thoughts like, you know what I'm saying, where you getting in your head because like, I feel like, you know, I would go through like little depressive moods, but not like super depressive mood. I think like, you know, like it, it doesn't, it's normal to get like, you know, regular, what's it called? It's not clinical depression it's situational. Seasonal or no? I think my therapist, I think she called it situational depression. Like if I'm going through some shit, like if I'm going through some deep shit and it's just like yeah, you you get depressed, like you know what I'm I saying? I know what you're
1: saying because it's like sometimes people literally have like spells of depression, but they're yeah. like not deep in it. where it's like lasted for like months, absolutely, like or so long, and that's absolutely true because I feel like you you oftentimes go through depression in moments like that when you're about to make a breakthrough when like things become so overwhelming that you got to give, yeah, get down and like out but then you find that spark again that literally pushes you to come out of that sometimes so everybody doesn't work like that yeah that's why therapists are a thing that's why medication is a thing that's why these resources are a thing because some people literally cannot do that work on their own
0: yo okay and that's like where i would be right like i would Mm -hmm. be sitting in the midst of these like depressive states Mm -hmm. and like thinking to myself like do I need a therapist? (laughs) Like, like, you know, do I need a therapist? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, and telling myself, like, yeah, you should probably go talk to somebody Mm because you need to learn how to deal with this shit. Mm -hmm. And telling myself, like, nah, it's not that bad. It ain't nothing wrong with you. Like you know what I'm saying. What if you go and they, you actually find out there's something wrong with you? Like, Ooh, how, the with you? <laughs> like how the fuck? That's the this? one
1: right there. Let me go ahead. Let me go and find out. I'm really crazy and I end up in the psych ward. <laughs> right.
0: You know what I'm saying? What if come to find out I'm actually crazy in this one? Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, what if I'm just not crazy and I'm wasting money on something that I could have just figured out on my own? What about yeah. that? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm do I really need this motherfucker? What they gonna tell me that I already don't know. That no? I already <laughs> fucking know
1: about myself. Do I need that much confirmation? I gotta go pay for confirmation. <laughs>
0: right. Who the motherfucking therapist gonna tell me about me? Can't <laughs> you know nobody tell me about me.
1: Like, and it's
0: just like, why do we do
1: that? <laughs> like, that's so fu- that's so funny you said that, because I remember when I first was like, having conversations about therapy it was probably like my junior year of college it was my I forgot what classes was I want to say maybe it was my feminist feminist theories class but either way the um sociology teacher she was also the chair and I was pretty close to her because she's my mentor and I don't know what we talked about in class or like what the conversations was but like I really wasn't able to, like, connect and be, like, compassionate and, like, be open and vulnerable. Like, I really could not do that. Like, it was just not there for me to, like, not be hard. Like, I'm like, feelings. what's that? I don't got feelings. Oh, I just want to be logical. Like, let's talk about how this makes sense because feelings don't make sense. Like, but papers <laughs> and numbers and research makes sense. But, like, feelings, I don't really get that. And I remember being <laughs> in her office one day And she was like, Have you ever thought about going to therapy? Like, I think you could benefit from going therapy. I was like, Miss Halpov, um Black people don't don't go to therapy. I'm like, that's really not something we do. So I'm not gonna do that. And I was dead ass, like, I'm not going to therapy. I'm like, she bugging, like, she think I'm crazy or something. She's like, Maybe you should start journaling or something. I was and I started journaling or whatever. But I feel like I was journaling for her so she can see that, like, I have feelings. But, like, I don't have to – I don't know what the fuck I was doing. But I was journaling to please her. I wasn't journaling to get anything out of it. I'm just like, I'm a journal because you think I could journal. But I, didn't know, I don't really know what you want me to do because it's like, I'm not crazy. I don't need to go to therapy. I'm like, nobody in my family been in therapy. That's not a thing we do. So why do you think I'm about to go do it? she's like, I go to therapy and I just go because sometimes it's, it's nice to have somebody to talk to. Even if you don't feel like you're going crazy, anything's wrong. It's nice to have a therapist. And I also was struggling with, like, what I was going to do after college because, like, I was just, like, really afraid of, like, I guess how great I could be because I'm, like, "Mm, I'm not about to get my master's. I'm pretty content with my bachelor's. Like, what do I need a master's for? I can get a job with my bachelor's. And (laughs) I was struggling with, like, how we perceived with my family, like, oh, shoot, they'll think if I go get my master's, or, like, I'm too bougie, or, like, I'll be too far gone from... <laughs> Yo, I just <laughs> well, really be on that it. shit, like, who the fuck you think you are, all these goddamn yes.
0: degrees in this bitch exactly. my... And this motherfucker, you just think you better than everybody, huh? And fuck that's how I here. felt. I
1: was like, no one's gonna really wanna fuck with me, because they're like, oh, she do? she got her degree, she thinks she better, even though, like, I'm everybody know I'm down to earth as fuck. Like, I don't even brag on the fact that like I have a master's or that I'm licensed because I did that shit. It was, it wasn't a piece of cake, but it's like, I did that because like it had to be done. Like somebody in the family has to go and pave that way. So like that future generations could go ahead and continue to build up like this generational wealth that we're going to be coming into. So I'm like, I I, had to do what had to be done, but I'm like, um, I was a little nervous. I'm just like, my masters that's a lie nobody got their masters like what am I about to go do with the masters like what am I about to go do at a graduate program like it, it wasn't making sense to me the math wasn't matching, <laughs> and I was I so ain't gonna lie about that yeah I ain't
0: gonna lie like when I met you too I gave you like that was like that blew me away I was like yeah she go ahead and get her motherfucking masters guys <laughs> and she going to you. she's smart as fuck I
1: do <laughs> like her <guys."> <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, I, yeah, I was I was doing the same thing, and I was, and it's the fact of the matter, I was so insecure about, even though all these weird things was happening to me, I was still, like, insecure and, like, not really willing to talk highly of myself. I'm just like, oh, I'm getting my master's, okay, and I go to the Brown School, like, like, it was nothing. Yo, that you was a big fucking
0: shit deal. like it was nothing. It's
1: like, nigga, no, it's not. Like, <laughs> nigga, that was
0: on, like, my top two schools growing <laughs> up. It was like, this nigga is either going to Wash you or slew. Like, right. the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? You
1: went to that motherfucking school. Like, wait. That's true. I mean, looking back, I'm like, obviously, like, I'm brag a little bit. You feel me? Like, I'm going to put brown suit. Fuck what you talking about? I'm smart as hell.
0: I- I'll like, do it for you, friend. I, I got
1: you. <laughs> Thank you, because I can't be my own cheerleader. Okay, I got I'm behind mother- the weekend somewhere man. hiding.
0: Fuck nah she dope as fuck. She smart as fuck. Like the fuck is you talking about? Like good heart, and she'll beat your ass. The
1: fuck. <laughs> It's a good heart. She'll get your ass. Okay, and she's fine. So fuck
0: with it. Like, what are you talking
1: about? Fuck out of here. But
0: But, no, yeah, therapy. So like like it was so funny because it's just like when I even when I made the decision to finally go to therapy, like it was a um, it was very much a like, all right. So, something got to give. Like, mm-hmm. it was it was very much at that breaking point. It's just like, okay. Now, some thoughts, we just don't think. We grew up in church. You know you mm-hmm. can't think like this. Yeah. So, so, you need to go talk to somebody. Something got to give, nigga. Something got to give, because you can't go. So, um, what we going to do? It's like, well, shit, my leg broke. My insurance going to pay for it. I guess it's time. Mm-hmm. Like... It's just fucking time. And, like, I had no idea what to fucking expect. Mm -hmm. Like, whatsoever. Like, no clue. It was just, like, I don't even know what the hell this shit's going to do. But I happened to get lucky enough to get a Black therapist, and we connected well. And we connected, like, immediately. like. I had like you know how you put in like the little search things or whatever because even like another big reason why I wouldn't I would make excuses to not do therapy was because I thought it was hard to find a therapist. It was just like, where the fuck do you even begin to find a therapist? (laughs) Like
1: people make it seem like it's hard. You you (laughs) have to do your research because my first couple experiences, like I wasn't feeling my therapist, but it's also the fact that I was resistant to therapy as well. Mm. So that could play a role.
0: Yeah, being receptive to therapy is everything. Like, it ain't even no point in going if you...
1: If you don't believe in it, if you don't think that there's going to be a benefit to it, you're going to just struggle with anybody you get because you already don't believe in the methods that they're going to use.
0: Exactly. Because they probably will have you doing some shit that you ain't really wanted to do before. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Reflecting on things you don't really want to reflect on.
1: Accountability. Niggas hate that. Woo-wee. okay <laughs> cause,
0: okay because you hit the nail on the head like definitely because one of the first methods that my therapist used with me is journaling so um she was having a hard time getting me to like draw out experiences because like you know how you could kind of compart- compartmentalize shit yeah, like back in the day, it's just like you know we don't think about feelings. So like you asking me like what made me feel this feeling in the past, and I done not put that shit in a box, locked it, and put you know what I'm saying, put yeah. it in the closet, buried it three feet underground, and like forgot about it. Like I don't want to go back there. Like I put that yeah. shit where I put it, and I plan on leaving it there. And you trying to get it out, so like she had me start journaling or whatever. Because we wasn't really getting nowhere in therapy. I was trying, but we were not getting nowhere. So she had me start journaling. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I at first I thought it was just like, man, I ain't got no time for this shit. Like, I got all this shit going on. I ain't got no fucking mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. fucking be journaling and shit. But, you know, she gonna hold you accountable because the next set she done asked you to write this prompt and to bring back an example. So, like, I gotta have something on this fucking paper, so it's like mm-hmm. fifteen. It's on my fifteen minute break while I'm at work, and I got therapy right after work. Credit. So <laughs> I'm on my fifteen minute break. I write like a quick little journal or whatever. I go back Ooh. to. The, I go back to therapy. I actually got some significant shit off of my chest in that meantime. <laughs> like, went back to therapy. We talked about it. She told me to do it like two more times, and before I know it, I got like I have it a habit of fucking journaling.
1: You journal every motherfucking day. Sometimes, go sometimes a day. So shout out to your therapist.
0: Yo, she straight <laughs> turned me into a writer. She,
1: <laughs> she brought it out. It was already there. She My brought it out. My therapist
0: made a superstar. Like
1: <laughs> It was already there. Therapists help you bring out what's already there. I'm convinced. It's like all the stuff that we had that we needed is already within us. But sometimes you need significant people in your life to really show you what it is. And I think therapists have like a cool role and significant roles in people's life when they can bring out those qualities in you, especially, especially good ones.
0: Yo. Okay. So like, what's a good therapist and a bad therapist? Cause I've only had one good therapist. What's a bad therapist?
1: I'm going to just start off with this. (laughs) I'm going to say a bad therapist is a therapist who does not have their own therapist. Everybody needs therapy, including the therapist. So if they're like not having their own therapist and having their own like check-in, that's a red flag for me. I w- I wouldn't I wouldn't even know I don't know what a bad therapist is because I don't know I'm pretty sure I can say what a bad therapist is I can't really give no concrete examples but that's definitely one of them one of them another one would be just somebody who's not willing to learn and grow in a profession who's not just willing to educate themselves on different cultures different methodologies and different ways of doing things I would say that's not a good therapist because you want somebody who's also learning to evolve evolve and grow and also eliminate any biases that they may have because you want them to be human like you. Obviously they have a specific job but you also want to know if they're growing, learning, expanding education and continue to stay up on what's, what's happening. A good therapist would be that person who has a therapist who's growing and learning, who's, who's present, who's in tune with their clients, who's able to like recognize what's working and what's not working, being able to effectively communicate. I think that's those are good therapists. But I'm sure there's more qualities. What do you think a good therapist is? You've, you've had one, what it sound like. Yeah. Um,
0: I was just thinking, too, like, a good quality, like, that I would look for in a therapist is, like, a certain level of open-mindedness. Mm-hmm. Because I know a lot of people worry about, you know, when you go in and you're telling somebody who, you know, seems to be a stranger, like, you're telling them, like, all your problems and shit, like, you wondering if they're going to judge you. And actually... Um, they are.
1: <laughs> that's, that's our job to judge you like we're going to judge you but we're going to also help you it's like we have to take what you're saying and obviously look at how we're going to help you and what methodology and what like way what's going to work best for you but it's like it, it's, it's a it's a sense of judging but it's good judgment it's not like oh you're a bad person that you did that this that and third that That'll be a bad therapist because they'll be bringing their own biases and their own opinions into your sessions into that and it's like that's not what they're supposed to they're supposed to be open judgment free and allow you to be vulnerable because that's the whole basis of going to therapy to like open up to be vulnerable to be able to share your story and move beyond your traumas yeah absolutely
0: and i like in mine like i never i actually never felt judged you know what i'm saying like she definitely like hold me accountable but i think more so than anything like The thing that I liked about my therapist was she gave me something that I wasn't initially used to, which was somebody acknowledging my feelings.
1: Oh, yes, 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 yes. All of that. That's why I love my last therapist because she just made me feel like I'm not crazy. Like, yeah, I felt validated, even though, like, I may have had people in my life who made me feel that way. But going to therapy, it just felt like good to say what I have to say and like not feel like I was alone but it also helped me to like reach out to people who I am close to and be able to also do that with them and not just my therapist.
0: Absolutely exactly so she made me she like she kind of like that giving me that validation like is one of the things that like helped teach me that I don't even need the validation Yeah. but like she would do that like she would validate my feelings and then she would also follow that up with an alternative perspective Mm Hmm. Of how to view the situation. And I think that gave me a more dynamic perception of the world. It's one of the things that helped me like mature my thought process okay. because it's just like, you know, like, yes, your feelings in that particular moment are valid. You have every right to feel how you want it, how you feel. Mm-hmm. But also, have you taken these other things into consideration? And a lot of the times they will be things that I never took into consideration before, mm-hmm. which doesn't change how you feel because how you feel matters. But is it possible to feel how you feel and other things be true as well? Mm. And that kind of like expanded like how I view and perceive things, and it made it easier for me to like not be so emotional about certain situations because it made me realize like it's other perception. Oh, what what did she do with me? Um, oh, this was like real early, really early in our sessions. Is cognitive something?
1: Cognitive, cognitive behavior th- therapy. Yeah. C- yeah. Yeah, the, the cognitive
0: dissertation. Is that what
1: it is? No, cog- cognitive behavior therapy.
0: Well, let explain it. <laughs> can you help can you help me explain it to the people?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dang, you want me to put my thinking hat on? Yes, ma'am. You the therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It's like 9:30. Like my thinking hat is <laughs> off. <laughs> So, Kyle, no. Uh, oh, therapy, that I say that's more so with the mind and like you changing like how you think. Don't quote me on this because I'm still learning. So like I don't want to say anything wrong because I don't have I don't. I'll say it because I'm not a professional. Okay, you go ahead and say what you think she did because <laughs> I know what it's called and I see it often. But um, I use I use more so like mindfulness and like strength based approaches when I like, and also I do a lot of play therapy as well because I work with younger kids. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm getting more uh training on cognitive and DBT, which is dialectical behavior therapy that that focuses around like a lot of mindfulness, which I already do, but like I want to. Enhance that because it's like I'm only six months in and therapy is like as a therapist, all this shit is very new to me because I thought I knew shit, but like I don't know a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's a process, yes, (laughs)
0: it's definitely a process. But uh, what they took me through, it was a uh, basically, um, it was kind of like where things where they asked me like four questions and Mm -hmm. like I'll have to look this up just check on the page i'll post these things around the episode i'll look them up and i'll post them but uh it's basically like it asks four questions it's just like okay what did you feel what are the like basically like what are the facts of this situation what other things could be possible and like um what other ways could i have reacted to something Because what I basically would do is I would take one thought, run with it, and blow it up. Mm. And I would, like, react emotionally off of that one thought that I, like, ran with. And, like, there are no other thoughts on my mind. So, like, for example, um, say, like, um, if you used to somebody texting you at a certain time or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, so, if they don't text you at a certain time, it's just, like, now your mind starts racing. Like, this this could be something. This could be something. This could be something. This could be something. Or you go back to some, like, triggered feeling. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Like, you're tr- it's, it's getting triggered. So you go back to, like, a feeling where you felt something. So it's, like, it must be this. It must be this. It must be this. So, like, say if, like, you five and your mama don't pick you up um, from latchkey on time. I'm going back <laughs> in time. This is me. I'm I'm them. So like it's your mama always picks you up at five o'clock, but now it's five oh five. And now you're looking at the clock and you like, oh my God. Oh you my you? God. Mm-hmm. It's five oh five. She usually here by now. She done left me here, mm-hmm. she ain't coming. There's something
1: wrong. Like it's the drama. Wrong. The fucking yeah. drama. Yeah. but it's just like
0: what I learned to do is just like ask more questions it's like could there be traffic yeah could she have gotten off late are all those things possible yes absolutely do you need to react this way probably Mm, not no
1: (laughs) it's to help you like really manage your problems by changing like how you think
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: behave it's really good for anxiety because it's like like you said is this a real thing or am I making this up in my head am I like adding things that are actually not facts yeah. Also, can un- other things be true?
0: Yes, absolutely. And that kind of keeps you just from like just overreacting because I know, yeah, like, it
1: grounds you a bit.
0: It's a it's a it's a family inherited trait. We just like to we be off with the shit, yo. We be off with it.
1: Same here. We like to panic. My mom is like the most dramatic person I've ever met. Like she can see a fly on the wall, she's yelling like. Like somebody came in here and slaughtered. I like I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like is it fly on the wall? Like, why are you yelling and screaming? Like, gee, it's not that deep. <laughs> Yo, nah, it's the end of the world.
0: It it might as well be. It just might as well be over. Just take me out now, Jesus. Um Okay, cool. So like, is there a significant difference between like Okay, because you know how some people when they think about therapy, mm-hmm. it's just like I'll just go talk to my mama or my grandma or my friends. Like they got me. Like, what's the difference here?
1: Um, the difference is um, <laughs> big difference. A license, Huge. You know, difference. They, they got that license, that that uh, that professional background. <laughs> they yeah. do this shit. Not to say that people don't give good advice, because I feel like I was always giving advice even when I was, like, in high school. Like, I was just that person who was, like, always had sound and, and rational and reasonable advice, even though I could not give it to myself. I would mm. happily take that and give it to others.
0: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> yeah. The difference is that professional background, like, people, I like, I hate this so much that people try to, like diagnose or self-diagnose like especially with social media and it's just like go so fucking professional for real because I would have told you that
0: I had clinical depression but I don't Bitch. I really don't <laughs> like I thought I was bipolar like you know I say I really thought it was shit Stay wrong up, with me Google. nah like not nah. like not at all you'll be at, you'll be out here thinking you need medicine and like you don't like some people, do. some people do some people do But, like, you probably don't. You probably just need to talk to somebody. Because, like, a lot of what I was dealing with was just me not knowing how to, like, regulate my feelings properly. Mm -hmm. And, like, understanding my feelings. And Mm -hmm. just, like, dealing with a lot of the things. You know what I'm saying? Just dealing with things that were just holding me back in general.
1: Yeah. I feel like we talked about that a bit. Just, like, not being able to, like, regulate our feelings. Because there were just, like, certain feelings that we associated with everything. Like... I
0: didn't know my feelings at all.
1: Yeah, I only knew anger. I knew anger for a like, really, long time. That was like my comfort feeling. Like if I was upset and I really wanted to be sad, I'm gonna be angry because angry was comfortable. I knew how to be angry. I knew how to curse people out. I knew how to shut people out. I knew how to be upset. I knew how to be irrational even though, like, I'm really sad, like, you hurt my feelings, like, I'm not mad at you, but, like, I'm sad that you thought it was okay to hurt my feelings, or you did something to hurt my feelings, but instead of me doing that, I'm gonna be a raging bitch, because that's much easier for me to do, versus me to sit here and be vulnerable and say that I'm actually fucking sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's so real. That's so real, because for me, it was to be a martyr, like... Like in my mind, I just let everybody walk on my feelings mm-hmm. and just like step on my poor little heart. And I'ma just go in my room and cry and just and just, you know, uh. Um, Y'all know cancer is dramatic. Um uh, like Y'all you know.
1: Like cancer, we, ain't, <laughs> we ain't even gonna talk about Zodiac. We're gonna leave that for another episode. But
0: like? you know, I that was my thing. Like I liked being depressed. Like not I liked it, but I mean, it was my it was my comfort zone. Yeah, like those two
1: feeling, you enjoy that because you. I was just I was actually watching something today that I wanted to send you, and this man was talking about like the brain, how like the brain when it's in survival mm-hmm. mode, like how anxiety and these different emotions are associated with survival mode because we know these feelings we can go to them and we associate different things with them and that's what we always go to mm-hmm. this video. it was a good ass fucking um, video I was watching forward and I'm like that's so true Because these feelings are, like, tacked on survival mode because, it's like, when you live in anxiety and fear, that means we do not trust that we are okay. We do not trust that things are going to be better. We do not trust or feel like things are right. He was saying how, like, people say that those are human feelings, but it's, like, they're human feelings because, like, we make it so normal to be anxious, to be in fear, to, like, have feelings, and it's just, like, we could not have those feelings. We could literally think about having a good life, having a good day without being anxious, feeling okay about ourselves and kind of like actually embodying that. But it, it, it takes some practicing. but he talked about manifesting and visual manifestation a little bit, but that's the whole, that's also another episode. But <laughs> I, I just want to add that I did mean, like that, that is really true. When you think about it, those feelings are associated with, with survival. Yeah. You need to feel that in order to, in order to do whatever it is the fuck you think you gotta do. And it's like, you don't gotta be anxious. You don't have to be fearful, like, because we're not in those moments or experiencing those traumas that we've been through because oftentimes associated with some past trauma, like, oh, I'm anxious because one time this happened and now I think every time I go and do this, is going to happen. It's just like, it could actually not happen. You can actually go and have a good time and not have any fucking worries. But because we associate whatever it is with these different feelings, every time we go and do different things, we're going to keep having those same feelings because yep. that's what the association is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was uh thinking this to myself the other day because, you know, like I, I, sometimes I think to myself, like when it comes to like work that I want to do as far mm-hmm. as like moving my own life forward, I feel like I kind of get in the way sometimes mm-hmm. and like, I was thinking it's just like, okay. so like what's blocking me from getting where it is that I need to go? Like what what's keeping me here? And Mm -hmm. for the most part, it's really me making certain changes that I'm afraid to make. Mm
1: -hmm. it's literally
0: like me committing to certain changes because it's like it's almost like when you think about like oh my stuff's not moving the way that I want to you know what I'm saying like why 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 and then like once you stop thinking about the why and think about like okay what what am I doing and what can I change and like you know where I was looking outward for the solution. I started looking inward for the solution again. Mm-hmm. So it's like changing the way that I think, because when I would get into thought patterns like that in the past, it would be like, uh, like I would be stuck in that place of like, huh, why are things not going the way that I want to go? What am I doing wrong? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, huh, woe is me. And it's just like, no, it doesn't have to be woe is you. Like, what are we doing? What can we change?
1: And just trust. You gotta trust the process, which is hard for a lot of us to do. Because, like you said, we want to know what we're doing wrong. With like, we want to, we want to have control. Like, we want to mm-hmm. know how things are gonna look when they're coming. And like, when you, I'm gonna have to talk about God. But when you believe in God, though, and you know that God got you, you you allow Him to guide the way. You don't you don't you ask questions, but you ask the right questions. You also, yeah you pace yourself and you're patient because it's like. I I love to be in control. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. We all it like control. We it, we, it, we is, what it is what yeah. it is. If we could like get a sneak peek to our future, I'm pretty sure a lot of us would jump at the the sight of that. Some of us could actually see inside future, but that's that may be another. Well, that's story. a whole <laughs> other
0: episode. Okay, <laughs> like, that's Some a whole nother a episode really for a whole other channel. It.
1: Okay,
0: we gonna have to go to a different channel for that one.
1: Okay, we have to talk, but up. we should
0: though. Ooh, okay, we
1: can talk about that. I'm a. But... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, we gonna talk about that.
1: <laughs> but like I was saying, if niggas could get a chance to like really look at their future, niggas would 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 literally jump at the chance to see what their future would look like, and niggas would still not do all the right things to ensure that their future would look a certain way because your future looks like the way you want it. Once you start putting in the work, we are creating our future right now. Even as we're having this conversation, we are creating yeah. our future. You have the tools and the resources to create the future that you want. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I wish somebody would have told me that, or maybe people may have told me that in school when yeah. I was younger, but they never told me in a way that it made fucking sense. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, like you're controlling your future. This is your destiny. But like it was such in you know, a way that it was a. a aggressive and also was like also um, fucking academic and school based they're like mm-hmm. okay I know it's my future that's why I get A's and B's the fuck you're talking about like no. but it's so much more to that it's like even when school is like there's so much more to school than A's and B's like you're in school Absolutely. to socialize you're in school to like almost find yourself not even just like in college but also like in high school middle school you're like constantly yep. how people learning how to be in different environments, learning about different cultures, and just, like, a lot of that, I don't feel like is always expressed because school is looked at a place that you have to go and get your education, but you should be learning outside of school. You should be learning everywhere you go. Everything should be, like, not, not in a traditional sense of, like, learning, but everywhere you should go should be a place that you're developing new skills and learning about yourself, especially kids and not just the school system.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because that's even what I'm learning now, the more that I uh, tap into different spaces because I started tapping into, like, different creativities and stuff. Like, going back to figure out, like, okay, what were things that I liked? You know what I'm saying? What are things that I genuinely enjoy to do? And just doing them because they make me happy and they make me feel like me. Mm -hmm. And, like, the more that you tap into those things, like, um, the more that you learn, like, you know, where your talents are, like, and where your natural abilities were, and the things that really make you happy. And that's when you really start figuring out, like, okay, this is where I can take my life. Like, this is kind of where what I see me doing. And it's just like, I don't know, like, at a certain point, it's like, if you decide to commit to it, it's just like, it opens up, like, a new world of possibilities, Cause like, if you put, if you decide to actually pursue what it is that you actually want to go for, like you have more incentive to work towards it.
1: Yeah. I don't know.
0: I felt like I became willing to do whatever when I figured out what I really wanted to do. Like, Mm -hmm. even though it meant that I had to make like significant changes in my life, it was still worth it. But again, that's like having a certain amount of faith, like Mm -hmm. in God and in yourself. Cause it gets scary, like for real.
1: It it does. Doing things different and new, I think, is always kind of scary because it's, it's new. You don't know what's there, but it's also exciting because it's like it's new. It's like I never done it, so like I could do it the way I want to do it. I can like add my own flavor. I can have a different approach. I don't have to necessarily go by certain guidelines and. It could be a good. It could be a great thing if you if you allow it to be yeah. that you truly embrace it instead of like you know we always sometimes we like to uh, just attach things and like have expectations and mm-hmm. think that things are going to supposed to be a certain way and then we're disappointed when they don't turn out to be that way and that I think that's normal in a sense but it's also like at some point it's nice to just like embrace things as they are as they come, yeah. and I have to question everything, This it's like, okay, it is what it is, this is mm-hmm. a part of the process, and I'm truly embracing it, and I'm truly being present with the process, and I'm allowing things to be what it is, that, that don't mean doing no bullshit, but uh, <laughs> that definitely means it's like, be open, you feel me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need a second, keep
1: going. <laughs>
0: you got me keep going okay
1: i'm I'm just saying i'm just saying like a lot of shit be new a lot of stuff that i'm currently doing in my life is very new to me like especially me being a therapist i'm just like i never thought i'd be no fucking therapist like the way I my fucking mentor in the face is like niggas don't go to therapy i ain't say niggas i was like niggas don't go to therapy like you you think you want something but you're not this is not gonna happen it's not a thing. I literally had a mental health crisis the following year after I graduated and it was kind of, it was bizarre as shit because I'm just like, wow, like, here I am in fucking therapy.
0: Right? <laughs> after and you put it therapy. off for so
1: long.
0: like
1: In fucking like, therapy. Yeah,
0: because you get to that point where it's just like, I, right, because, whatever, man.
1: It was just yeah. a lot Post, post, uh, secondary, um, graduation like i was just confused i didn't know what the fuck i was doing i don't know where i was going i was like i don't need a job because i have rent i got bills to pay and nothing none of these jobs all these jobs suck and i was just like constantly stressed about money and i'm just like you know what i'm so stressed about money i don't even want to be here because like i can't find a job this is stressful I ain't gonna be able to pay my bills. I'm gonna be homeless somewhere, so I might as well just, like, say fuck it and not really deal with all of this. And, like, literally, right before I came to St. Louis, I had the biggest, like, mental health crisis of my life. Oh, damn. Yeah. Which is bizarre. <laughs> Every time I say it, I'm just like, wow, like, that was, that was, it was crazy. St. Louis was, like, a, a saving grace for me, though.
0: That's kind of crazy, because, like, it, like, as crazy as those moments sound, like in hindsight, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was a very dark time, like
1: Hell at yeah. that point
0: in time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody's in the greatest, like, not, I'm not gonna say nobody, but most people are not in the greatest spirit when they had that moment where it's like, alright it's time to go to therapy usually in a pretty fucked up place like you know what I'm saying it don't. It doesn't come from a moment of sunshine like hey let me go to therapy it
1: really like, don't. <laughs> I like I can even walk you through this shit I was like I went to my PTP cause I was like getting all my like uh, fucking um, I was getting all my paperwork and shit done cause I was going go to Fordham that fall and fall for like my master's program and you gotta go to the doctor be like a physical make sure you good or whatever for school and shit mm. and she just talking to me like she asked me like she's asking me some questions i don't remember her she i feel like it's my first time asking this because i don't remember her ever asking me about like my mental health i guess like it was it was a hot topic and people cared about mental health all of a sudden i don't know i'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna shade niggas but i'm like I, don't, I just don't remember ever having those type of conversations but i remember she was talking to me about it and i just remember her t- remember her Asked me, like, this question about suicide, and I was like, yeah, I've, I've had suicidal thoughts, like, a lot recently, like, just telling her, like, what my shit was, and she's like, yeah, I'm going to suggest that you go um, speak to the people at the uh, UMDMJ, or whatever, and I was like, uh, she wrote, like, lower for a while, like, I took it, I was like, uh, I'm going to see about it, because I'm like, do I really want to go there, like, do I really feel like I need to do that, like, what my family going to think? <laughs> but I was like, is it necessary I'm like, I do want to feel better, but I'm just like, is this going to really help me feel better? So, I guess I fucking was like, fucking like, I'm, I'm like, I feel like shit. Like, I do not feel good about myself. And it's just like, I don't know if, like, I have the willpower to, like, not kill myself, even though, like, I never had a plan. I'm just like, I'm so overwhelmed with <laughs> yeah. everything in life that, like, if my life somehow ended, I would not be sad about it. Bruh. Like, I would, I'm okay with that. Like That's I'm okay the with, feeling. Like, it being. It- going like me not being here on earth and me just like leaving and not being around anymore
0: literally it would be asking god like i don't know how you want to do it but if you want to go <laughs> ahead and take me you can go um, ahead you're like i ain't gonna fight you i ain't gonna argue take me, take me. i don't know why i'm here like i don't even know why i'm here anyway like do what you got to do, shawty. Like, do I just got to, like, you know what I'm saying? What I got to do, shawty. Take like, me
1: out. <laughs> yeah. That's how it was. It was literally like that. It was like, take me out. So I fucking, I actually went to the fucking hospital. I'm just like, let me go get evaluated. Because that's what I think she going to do, get evaluated. I'm like, okay, let me get evaluated, whatever. I went there, spoke to them. They was like, oh, we're going to keep you for a 24-hour evaluation. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, bitch? Damn. Y'all got me in the motherfucking psych war, bitch. Damn. <laughs> you didn't set me
0: up. This is why niggas don't want to talk to y'all now. Damn. <laughs> damn. Like, damn. Bitch. Yes.
1: And I was just like, I. they took all my stuff. Like, I was literally in a room. Like, there was like, I was on a bed, but there was like no sheets. There was nothing. Because obviously when you're the psych you yeah, access, like, they don't want you to have access to like hurt yourself, took my phone, took everything, ain't have no blinky. I was in there cold, like, it was just, the floor was cold, like, I felt uncomfortable, like, I just felt, like, dirty, like, I went to shower, and it was just, like, I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here, and I feel like they knew that, but they still had to do the 24 evaluation, just to, like, yeah. speak or whatever, and I remember when the, I, they woke me up, like, at some odd-ass time, and this girl came in, and she was asking me this question, and she was like, yeah, based off the results, I'm going to say it's major depression. I'm just like, major depression, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no major depression. This is like me going through... Obviously, looking back, it's like I was going through something. But, like, it wasn't major depression. It was just a whole bunch of me not dealing with all of the shit. And it just allowed me yeah. to late. But it wasn't major depression. So, I'm like, I right, whatever. They had to upset me up with a, a therapist and a, a, a psychiatrist. And I was going to therapy three times a week, Whatever. It was off the Obamacare. Shout out to Obamacare because that was the reason I had therapy for motherfucking free. Okay. Okay. That's just a blessing. Therapy is expensive and it should be free, but obviously, (sighs) therapists should be paid. Therapists got to get paid too. That's, we deal with a lot of heavy ass (laughs) work. The work is heavy as hell. Yo. (laughs) Okay. Yo. So that shit was a mess, and then I got diagnosed. the The psychiatrist said I was bipolar too. I'm just like, what? I'm like, none of this makes sense. I was looking at the diagnosis. I'm just like, this. I don't have manic episodes. I may be irrational, and I may wild well out, but it's like it's because I'm triggered. It's not because I'm fucking. Bro,
0: honestly, I'm glad. Like my therapist didn't really um go into like saying anything about like any diagnosis for me and i think it's like one of those things where it's just like if i did have them she ain't tell me so they must not matter that much right. <laughs> my
1: therapist is like that too because my last diagnosis when i went to st louis he said it was ptsd because of the sexual all the sexual trauma i've experienced and it's like okay i'm like i'm not about to attach no diagnosis to me because i don't feel like oh i have ptsd that's that's gonna be like my life like that's gonna be like my story is like I just didn't feel like attached to any diagnosis. I'm just like, whatever. But when I was in my lab with my last therapist, we never talked about it. She's like, do you feel like you have PTSD? Does that feel like something you see? And I'm just like, I have triggers. I'm like, certain things definitely trigger me. But it's like, I don't really know. And I didn't really understand (laughs) at that time. I was just like, I don't. I'm like I don't see that, but I can also see it. How how I got the diagnosis though. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. You be knowing yourself to a certain extent, but it'd be like yeah. it ain't that bad though. Like y- 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 y-
1: it's, yeah, well. yeah, like <laughs> the other shit. I'm like major depression. I'm like no, you're definitely wrong. And I'm like I think that was an intern too. I'm just like no, this is why y'all shouldn't be having motherfuckers. Just be doing stuff now. <laughs>
0: Cause this shit follows you your <laughs>
1: life. You just diagnose them motherfuckers, like, and you're not do it, to psychiatry.
0: Do it really? Huh? Do your file really just follow you from therapist to therapist?
1: I don't. I feel like, in a sense, some of your shit do if you actually get transferred over. But like, also, if you talk to them and you are honest with them, you can tell them about the different diagnoses that you received too. I I feel like it's all about how transparent you want to be. With me, with my new therapist that I'm going to see on Thursday. I'm going to be very transparent because it's like at the end of the day, I think the more open and honest I am, the better help I will get because it's like, mm-hmm. why sit here and lie? Why Why pay somebody to fucking lie to them?
0: Bruh, and they, they can't tell nobody. They can't tell nobody. And like, the shit that they tell you is just like, it's different than like advice from a friend or advice yeah. from a family member. Like, because one is unbiased like, <laughs> advice. Mm -hmm. first and foremost and then like you know the other one it's just like y'all don't have no like like you know what I'm saying it's no real position to take with a person so you know what I'm saying they literally like it's just they can give you a perspective that's like outside versus like when you talk to like people that are around you like an inside opinion. Like they might be giving you opinions based off their feelings mm-hmm. or you know what I'm saying their experiences that they ain't dealt with and stuff like that. And it's just like a therapist ain't really gonna tell you too much about your life. Like mine, let me figure it out on my own
1: by asking me thing. certain questions. Data the facilitator is like the therapist ain't gonna tell you what to do. And I feel like a lot of people think they're going to therapy. Oh, therapy just be listening to me talk. They're not telling you what to do. They're not gonna tell you what to do. They're gonna guide you in a sense of you're gonna to come to your own conclusions because you're not gonna say, Oh, my therapist told me to do X, Y, and Z. No, your therapist guides you through this certain situation and you came to the conclusion of what you think is the next next step because it's not their job to tell you anything. It's their job to help you identify which your issues are and help you unpack that. And you're gonna do most of the talking, but they're there to facilitate in a sense. That's how I, I've um that's how I've like identified therapy to how I see it. and it's like they're not gonna tell you what to do. Cause I used to be mad when I had my first year i something. It's like she's not telling me what to do, she's not telling me how to make my life better, she's not telling me how to go get a job and do all this stuff. It's like you already know how to do that stuff, they're there to pull it out, but you have to be willing to be uncomfortable and vulnerable enough to allow them to see and know so they can best assist you.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like you have to you have to really be ready. Like you have to really be ready to just be open and like let them help you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not ready to do the work, it ain't no point of going. And if you're not ready to be honest, it ain't no point of going. It ain't no
1: point of fucking going. You know, I feel like you y'all pay y'all fair fucking <laughs> lie. They're getting paid regardless if you're gonna go and lie that's your money, that's your time being wasted because it's like you're going to be the one who's going to have to keep coming back to therapy because your goals are not being met and you're not really progressing because you're not doing the work. So it's like if you're going to go to therapy, be prepared to do the work. Also come with some goals in mind of like why you're seeking therapy, what is you want to get out of it. When I went to my last therapist, I had really concrete goals, which I feel like I've met and then as I went through Mm -hmm. Therapy. Well, actually, I feel like I, can't. I started off with therapy back in July 2020. because so I'm like, oh, I'm so angry. I'm in this relationship. I don't know how to control my anger. Like this girl just like pisses me off so bad. I need to like work on how to be a better girlfriend. That was literally why I fucking went to the therapy, right?
0: Bruh, me too. Get over <laughs>
1: shit ever. I'm like, why am I going to therapy? It wound up being about me it. and I broke
0: up with her. I just Bitch,
1: like... babe, it literally It literally became about me and I broke up with her and she, It gave me the confidence to leave that fucking relationship.
0: Surely like, the okay? fuck did. Okay
1: it re- okay. redefine my spine. Like- <laughs> so, so I'm like, why am I about to go to therapy? She grew up and I had all these issues. I didn't go to therapy and see somebody. I'm just like, every, the more I was in therapy, I'm like, the more I'm like, why am I with this bitch?
0: bruh <laughs> bruh because you realize like because once you go to therapy you start doing the work and when you do start doing the work you start seeing the world through a different perspective mm-hmm. and then you start looking at the situation like hold on I'm the only one really fucking doing the work like, only
1: one doing the work and niggas was not they were staying the same it's like why do you expect me to change and you're gonna stay the same absolutely. you need to go get some help. You yes. to it out. not me alone is like it's a definitely if I have issues you have issues because we attracted each other somehow some way and we're both on the same wavelength that it is just not on me but it was me and point the fingers at me and just make it all about me and how I was just this whatever person which is which is all good because I needed to hear those things to push me back into therapy to get my shit together and it's like I had the best mm-hmm. um experience with my therapist my last therapist
0: yeah yeah and, and and what's so dope about it's like um I used to think that I was gonna be in therapy for a long time like I thought mm-hmm. that I was so fucked up in the head I was gonna need a therapist like forever yeah but like that's not how therapy works so like <laughs> A big part of the reason why they guide you, guide you through, and make you figure it out, and they kind of make you answer the questions and figure out what works for you, is so that you learn how to just think that way in your Mm -hmm. everyday life, and like eventually, like you're able to get through those moments without the therapist.
1: Without the whole point, the whole fucking point. The whole point is to literally, <laughs> <laughs> to literally give you the skills so you're able to do it without them. The, nobody, I don't think the goal of therapy is to be in therapy for a long time. I thought the same thing. I'm like, damn, I'm up. So i be in therapy for a couple of years. Yo, and it's like, that's ghetto shit to be in therapy for years. I'm like, people crazy as hell being in therapy for years. And it's just like... You don't have to be in therapy that long, but the, I feel like when you're not willing to do the work, and you're not really to be honest with yourself. Yeah, you want to be in that motherfucker for a long time. Yes, you will. It's gonna seem like you're not getting nowhere because it's like you're not getting nowhere because you're Cause not doing the do
0: work. Yeah,
1: okay. But I um I yeah that's that's really shit because I remember I went to seeing my therapist for like once every week, then to like every other week, yep. to like twice a month because it's like I I I understand that like I. Because at, at some point, it could become a clutch. You could be leaning on your therapist. You could become codependent on your therapist. Like, oh, this went wrong in my life. I can't wait to tell my therapist. Oh, this happened. I can't wait to tell my therapist. Like,
0: That's cool in the beginning.
1: Like, it's okay. <laughs> but after a while, you got to kind of know how to figure shit out on your own and be able to problem solve on your own.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's like... Um, it was so funny because in the beginning I was I thought I was gonna be codependent I really did but I had a codependent mindset back then mm-hmm. but like yeah. I was just like right. like you know what I'm saying when me and my therapist first started you know you know doing the thing like you know what I'm saying doing the mm-hmm. thing where it's like therapy ends and it's like so how long is it gonna be this time and it's just like um I still want to come like at first where it's just like I don't want to break up yet I don't. I don't wanna do it yet. I wanna see you every other week. Like I still I still wanna see you every other week. And then after a while, like that every other week comes by and it's just like, okay, we can do two weeks. We can do Mm -hmm. two weeks. We can do two okay, we can do a month now. Right. We can do a month now. And then after a while, it's just like I'm good. Yeah. Like I'll I'll call you when I need you. I think I'm all right. Like Yeah. Yeah, it's like you graduated.
1: <laughs> it really it is really like a graduation. It's like, okay, I've done all the work now. Thank you.
0: And until next trauma. Until until the new season of trauma.
1: That's why I feel right now. I'm just like, I feel like I could have gotten another therapist when I moved back because moving back, even though know, like I'm I'm from Jersey, moving back was such an adjustment for me, especially because of how I left. So uh huh Back um, from St. Louis. It was, it was a, my last relationship was traumatic. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Especially like my last interaction with my girlfriend and like the whole fighting and the whole me like literally having to make a choice is like, do I respond back to this or do I like call a friend and help her get me out of this shit? Have her help me get out this shit because I can really fight back, tear up some ass. but I know the result of that would be jail time I know that nothing would come out of that it would be never ending it would be like it would just not be a good time and it's like I was so over like constantly have to fight people
0: no that's real that's so real
1: and when I came back home I was like I was, like, angry. I was upset. I had so many ranges of feelings because I'm just, like, I wasn't ready to leave just yet. And I was really starting to have fun, especially, like, with work and getting closer to, like, my coworkers and stuff like that, which is really my family. And uh, if we're going to keep it a bug, it's, like, really wasn't my coworkers. It was, like, a dysfunctional family. And I just wasn't ready to leave. And I just was, like, so mad at her because I'm just, like, this this girl is the reason why I have to leave them behind. I have to get rid of all my stuff. I have to pack up and leave and go home because of her. Like, I was I was heavy on the point pointing the finger. But I'm like, no, you're the reason why this is happening because you didn't want to make up your mind and leave the relationship when you had the chance to. When you're supposed to have be been leaving, you had no reason being in the relationship in the first place, but you wanted to be hard-headed and learn the mm-hmm. hard way. So now you have to go back home and start over because you don't want to follow the rules. You don't want to listen to your intuition. You want people... To almost feel sorry for you because of the decision that you made. And I'm just like, Ooh, you know
0: what? The accountability. Ah, yeah, it
1: wasn't well, there. hit me. It hit
0: me. Okay, it hit me. Ah, that shit hit because I felt that. Whoo, I felt that.
1: it. It took a while to get there, but it's like you know what? I can be accountable. Like I not know for like what I what I've done because I know that that wasn't all on her. It's like I definitely absolutely yeah. And like the demise of the relationship, and also just like all the shit I had to go through, but I'm like, it was a lot. It was rough coming back home because I used to be so, I used to be so angry. I used to be anxious. I used to cry a lot because I'm like, I'm scared of being home because like, this is a place that traumatized me. I ran away from home, like to St. Louis because of all the shit that I've experienced here. I was, I happily left to go to St. Louis, even though like I cried like a motherfucker that first year. I left because <laughs> it like, it's so traumatic. It's so much trauma I've experienced here everything triggers me, like, everything makes me angry, and then, I'm, like, I have to go back into that environment where, like, I don't feel safe, I don't know what's gonna happen next, and I was upset about that, because I'm just, like, this is a place i talked about with people about that all the trauma that I experienced is, like, now I have to go back into that and, like, start over and go face people and, like, kind of let them know, like, I was in this shitty-ass domestic, like, <laughs> violent relationship and like now I'm back home living with my mom like that was a hard reality for me to sit in yeah and uncomfortable <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but it's crazy how like um as time goes on that perception changes hell
1: yeah
0: and like you start to see like what the the benefits are of that situation Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? The things that mattered then don't really matter as much anymore. Yeah. Because, like, you picked yourself up and, like, you know what I'm saying? You're in a better place and, like, you know exactly where the fuck you're going to. Like, it's that just, like, TV. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, knowing that you did the work, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, mm-hmm. everything that has transpired from that time to now, it's just like as as like difficult as those moments are. And time is just like on the other side of it. It's just like okay, I know what that was. Like mm-hmm. I know what it was. I know why it happened. I made peace with it. Mm-hmm. Like now, let's move on because we got like new things and different things coming. Okay, so like yeah. these things don't even matter no more.
1: That's really shit. I love it's, it <laughs> Yeah, I, I love full circle moments. I'm like, it's going on a year next month, literally a month from today. I want to say since I've been back, and I, the way my life has like really transformed. Like, I didn't think that I could turn into like a better bitch, but like, here I am <laughs> a better bitch. Like. <laughs> And it's like, I, I love it. Like, you feel me? Like, this is this is what it's like to really trust the unknown. Yeah. To really believe in God. Even though some days I'm doubtful, every day I, I'm grateful because it's like I have a roof over my head. I have food in the fridge. I have a job that I, I get to go to, that I get to work with kids and speak life into them. I get to be an impact. I get to influence people, not just, like, in the school. Strangers, like... I get to just see life with a different pair of eyes. Like I Okay. See the abundance around me within me on a whole nother level that I didn't even realize was fucking there. So it's like Wings is out. Okay. The wings is fucking out. Twenty nine. <laughs> it's, it's definitely giving it's giving abundance. It's giving like new life new energy. It's giving like look. If you want things to look different, you have to move different. You have to mm-hmm. move down and say, what in my life that I'm I'm not getting, that I want, and what role am I playing and not getting that?
0: Okay. Okay. Absolutely. And then once you start changing those things, everything else around you changes.
1: Okay. Hell yeah. Hell fucking yeah. Because I used to be depressed around this motherfucker. <laughs> so I, was real, I was like... Bitch, you came home. You in a yoga program. You came home. You got interviews on top of interviews. You got jobs wanting to hire you. Like off after of that, and you've only been here for a couple of weeks. It's like I have. I'm like I have a lot going. <laughs> yes, the fuck
0: me. you do, <laughs> okay? And I didn't
1: want to embrace that. I'm just like, oh no, nah, it's not enough. It's not enough because I'm 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 basing my expectations and what I'm doing off the next motherfucker when it's just like my journey gonna look different because it's me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, um, I yeah. Following the path they following, my shit is different. God paved the way for me now. If I want to sit here and compare my shit to other people, my shit going to be delayed because I'm sitting here comparing my shit to somebody who has yes. the same path.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. So, you know, you know the shit. <laughs>
0: yeah
1: it do like that though it really it, it really do and it's like it's time it's, it, it was time out for that it was time out for the comparison games mm-hmm. it was time out for not believing in myself it was time out for me thinking i'm not good enough it was just time out for all of the fucking the mindset that was keeping me behind the limited mindset like mm-hmm. not that like I can have it all, and I can have it the way I want. I can manifest the life that I really fucking want, and I don't have to wait for nobody to tell me that. I don't need nobody to give me validation on that. Only God can do that. Only God can humble me. So you know, Period. okay.
0: Period. You spare. Okay. You going in?
1: Okay. You going in? <laughs>
0: I love it. No, I you don't have to about stop.
1: Shit. It's been you a don't thing. have to
0: stop. No, <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> I think it's good in there. I've been, I've been ready to say this. It's just like I don't, I don't really talk a lot. But I feel like when I talk with you, and like even not even on a podcast, but just like when we talk in general, like I feel like you are one of the very few people who fucking understand and get it. And I don't feel like I even tell my story a lot to people just because I fear that judgment. But it's like I think the more I share the more it makes sense because Mm -hmm. niggas don't know why I am the way I am why I come the way I come I've been through a lot of shit (laughs) but I I still try to find a good in every fucking thing and I'm still going through a lot of shit but like I don't want to sit here and make that my story because it's something I'm experiencing but it's not my whole entire life it's it's a phase (laughs) and it's it's going to be over it's not going to be something I'm going to carry on my back forever like I've done my trauma I wear my trauma around like a badge of honor like yeah i've been through all this and they free i kiss my ass and that's why i'm a hard ass and that's why i can't be vulnerable and that's why i can't share and that's why i have no ability to be compassionate with others because you don't know my life you don't know my story you don't know what i've been through and i just want everybody to- i want everybody to feel all my trauma all my anger and i was so unable to like really come out of that shit
0: damn that's so yeah. loud <laughs> that's so wild it makes so much sense now like (laughs) it makes so much sense now and like it's it's real as fuck yeah it's real as fuck it gets to a point where you just become unapologetic like you put in so much work it's just like look i'm gonna be happy And it's just like, I'm unapologetic about it. I'm finna be happy. I'm about to go get everything that I want. You know what I'm saying? I'm capable of getting it. And you know what I'm saying? I'm ready to claim what's mine. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've been playing victim for so long. Mm -hmm. Not taking accountability for my bullshit for so long. That's what held me back. looking around at other people you know what I'm saying saying why am I not this why am I not that gossiping Mm -hmm. yes when is it gonna be my time like you know what I'm saying instead of putting it in putting in the work to make it your motherfucking time
1: okay you know what I'm saying God God was waiting on us (sighs)
0: exactly he was waiting for you to step the fuck up he was ready for, ready for you to put on the shoes he gave you that's it like that's it that's all like you know what I'm saying he gave you a lane he gave you a talent he gave you something he don't want you to be walking around depressed he don't want you to be walking around wearing your trauma he wants you to heal from it so you can put your shoes on and step into the role that he gave you because he wants to bless you you just have to get up and you have to take it okay You have to go for it. Okay. You have to go for it. You have to wake up and say, you know what? I'm tired of this. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for something different. Nobody's going to make my life different. I have to make it different. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is it that I want to do? Where is it that I'm trying to go? What changes do I need to make? And what areas of my life can be better? What makes me feel happy? What makes me feel, feel fulfilled? How do I get more of that into my life? Oh, I might have to sacrifice some of these things that don't make me feel good or don't make me feel that way. You either okay. gonna let it go, or you gonna change, and you gonna put them shoes on.
1: Let go, of my God! Okay. okay,
0: okay. It don't have to be this hard. Honestly, it don't have to be this hard. I remember being so like, you know what I'm saying? I I was a so like upset like a couple weeks ago and it's just like i'm thinking to myself like why is this so hard why Mm. is this so hard what what's happening right now because like like i'm i know that when i meet like resistance right when you start asking yourself them questions it's time to pull back and reevaluate Mm-hmm. It's time to see what's, like, really going on up in your head because you shouldn't feel that way. You know what I'm saying? So it's better to just go ahead and get to the root of it mm-hmm. instead of staying there, at least in my opinion. I don't like feeling like that. So, <clears> like, <throat> <laughs> like I had to realize that I'm feeling that way because I wasn't looking at a certain situation from a right angle.
1: Mm-hmm. Right?
0: I was selling myself short. And, you know, I... I needed to make changes. The reason why things weren't moving in my life was because I was doing, I wasn't doing the things that I needed to do. I wasn't fully stepping into my power. Wasn't taking up your mm feet. I wasn't fully stepping into my power. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to keep it safe and play it safe, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do entirely too fucking much for something that wasn't meant to be forced. Basically, because mm-hmm. you can't force it. You know what I'm saying? If a mm-hmm. shoe ain't fitting, it ain't your shoe.
1: Okay. That's
0: that's not the shoe he gave you. Okay, Cinderella. Okay, look, you just got <laughs> you got to move on. You got a glass slipper. It's just not that one. Okay, mm-hmm. so like you just you got to move on. But it's just like you just had to. I just had to let go, and I just had to say, you know what? If this isn't working, then it must be time to move on to something else. Mm-hmm. It must be time for something else. So I'm going to let this go because if I hold on to it, it'll just cause more damage than it will help. Mm -hmm. And that's how you just let the fuck go. And then after that, it's just like things change things start changing like immediately because that's exactly what he wants you to do. He wants you to let go and trust and not stay in that place. Like he just wants you to fucking let go and let him work some shit in your life. You just have Mm -hmm. to let him. You got to let go of that control. Let go of that. Oh, I expected it to be this way though. Like it should be like this. And it's just like, nah, that's not how it was meant to happen. Point blank, period. So you going to let me do my job or you going to keep standing in the way? Mm. Okay. But you know, on that note, (laughs) (laughs) I think we should come and wrap it up because we'll be here the rest of the night. We
1: really, we really (laughs) would. We are very chatty, but like, that's why we got to get something going because we have a lot to discuss that we can't pack in one episode.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk. We will talk. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) Um, (laughs) but all right thank you everybody for tuning in thank you for coming to another episode of thinker vs speaker i know it was a little different put in the comments let us know how you liked it you know what i'm saying um you know different vibes we trying something new something different give us the feedback okay where you where can they follow you at
1: y'all can follow me on facebook um, I gave you a earlier, but I'll give it out again. My first name, K A C H E E N A, last name Lucas on Facebook. My Insta is K A underscore underscore C H E E N A, and again on Twitter at Bakes Cake. I don't think I even gave them on Twitter.
0: I <laughs> nah, like, I think I did. So. If you um, said it, I will reason. remember.
1: <laughs> But uh, Twitter, big kicks. I'm on it every now and then, talking my shit. That's my that's my jam. But uh, y'all can follow me on my socials or whatever, filming. And also, I wanna can I add one thing? Yes, ma'am. If anybody's interested in learning about yoga or becoming a yoga a certified yoga teacher, how about your girl? Cause I cause I know I know some stuff about some stuff, and I can put y'all on. Okay, 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 okay. I want to know
0: what you know, what they know, what you know. What I what told they you know. about it. Where yeah, uh, I, I, I got my
1: certification, FAR, <laughs> <laughs> FAR, <laughs> AKA Flow and Restore Collective, they are currently enrolling students for the uh, fall sessions, which is going to be on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 6 15. It's virtual, which is really nice because if you can't really it's, like, really nice to go to because it's, like, it's online. It's, like, it's accessible. It's, it's actually live. You're not getting a pre-recorded sessions. It's live every single time. So, it's, like, I think that's so dope because you get to talk to really cool people and connect with some dope-ass yogis. I've been connecting with so many cool-ass people who are, like, becoming my lifelong friends. So, I would definitely recommend it because it's more than just, like, learning about postures. You learn so much about yourself. So if you want to tap into that, how is your girl?
0: Hell yeah, we are gonna have to come and talk about like the benefits of like hobbies and like uh, you know uh, certain like habits and stuff like that, like why yoga is like beneficial and shit like that. But I know that's a whole like it's a whole another topic for a whole another day.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we want we want definitely get into it. We definitely want to talk about that at some point. But you know,
0: keep me posted. All right, I got you. I got you, Ruby. Ready to Ruby? Ready to fight? Okay, <laughs> y'all can find me at Marissa Y Seventeen on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, Twitter when I feel like it, but I never feel like it. And Marissa Yarbrough on Facebook. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube at Thinker versus Speaker. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Thinker versus Speaker and TikTok at Thinker versus Speaker PC. Um, I think that's everything. You got
1: anything else for the people, uh, Kay? And that is all that I have for today. It was great talking to you and being on your podcast.
0: Thanks for coming through. Thanks for having my back today.
1: Of course. I appreciate
0: you. I appreciate you. I appreciate <laughs>
1: don't, you. Don't. 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 It's all good.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, y'all have a good evening, good morning, whatever it is, whatever time it is that y'all listening to this, and we going to um, see y'all next time. Oh, and one more thing. Before I get out of here, I almost forgot. I want to thank everybody that has been rocking with us since the beginning. Everybody that has been um, coming on with us just along the way, along the journey. Um, So, we about to start switching some things up. We got some more interesting things coming um, within the next few weeks. Um, So, we going to change the schedule up too. So, Thank you to everybody that tuned in every Monday and Friday. Going forward, we're going to be tuned in every Friday. So we're going down to one episode a week. But just trust me, we got something else cooking to fill up the rest of the week. So, on that note, I think it's time to go ahead and get out of here, Kay.
1: All right. Good night, y'all.
0: Everybody have a good evening. Enjoy y'all day.
1: Bye.